Social Junkie Podcast, we back. <clears throat> if you hit that play button today, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We ain't gonna do too much talking. Can't hear shit. This is the off season. Let's keep it tall. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. And don't check your watch. You know the time. Cold world. Killer can. Niggas is fucking yeah. finished. This shit too easy for me now. Nigga COVID going flat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred down. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, can put an M right on your head. You Luigi brother now. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground. Back and forth from NC to New York when Jeezy had the crown. Vivid memories. Niggas start to squeeze, we duck it down. So many shells left on the ground and make the Easter Bunny proud. I get up. Dust my clothes off, sleep is the cousin of death No plans to doze off, the streets it don't come with a rep I never sold soft, just creep where the hustlers crept And got they O's off, you reach niggas up and like step To blow your nose off, consume tight and then resume flight As if it never happened, shit we witnessed Full of so much sickness, angels shedding tears in heaven Word to Eric Clapton, off this clever rapping Bitch my pockets gon' forever fatten They gon' forever fatten See, you try to tell niggas, they act like they don't even fucking speak English. Bitch, my pen of the paper's lethal. I'm sending them straight to meet them. The nigga that made them peep the Reaper, creeping on you. The sin of failure, reeking on you. Check your genitalia, pussy niggas bleeding on you. Self, fucking with cold is bold, but it's impeding on your health. All your niggas eating off your wealth. All my niggas feeding on Just want y'all know Brandon's trying so hard to not bob his head and hate. He tried so hard. <laughs> Steady harassing. We seen dilemmas like Nelly and Kelly that ended in Nelly's fashion. My young niggas nutty, they blasting. Bullets be humming like Cuddy, but what are your hoodies for Daddy splashing? All over the driveway, y'all talking all sideways. Shots coming off y'all laid down. Cops talking off y'all legs now. Y'all watch the Yahweh. My niggas look under the sky like we sending Yahweh. Social Junkie Podcast, episode 88. Thank you for being here today. I'll let y'all turn up one time. You like this part at the end? With Lil John, come on. Yeah, that shit was Thank you for being here. We're finna start in a second. Put your hood up! Put your hood up! Put your hood up! Put your hood up! Put your click up! Put your click up! Put your click up! Put your click up! Represent your shit, motherfucker! Represent your shit, motherfucker! Represent your click, motherfucker! I really wonder who whose idea was that. That was Boy Wonder's idea or Cole's idea? Episode 88, Social Junkie Podcast. Send him a message and ask him. Say what? Send him a message and ask him. <laughs> that nigga's not. Neither one of them niggas go for me. Boy Wonder or this nigga. Social Junkie Podcast, your boy P. Thank you for being here. Episode 88, man. It's your boy P. Here as always. Brandon is with me as always as well. This nigga didn't want to dap me up before I we start. You, sir. I hate this fucking song. <laughs> I fucking hate this song. I like that one better. Thank you for being here. Keep that play on today, man. We appreciate you as always. Make sure you like and subscribe on YouTube. Everyone that's listening, man, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go to our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get our subscribers up. If you have already, thank you. We appreciate it, man. YouTube every single Thursday. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud every single Wednesday. Uh, make sure you send your Q&A questions to socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. 
Uh, we will. We're going to hit the streets this weekend, bro. We got to. Yeah. It's, been, it's been some weeks. We are going to be back in the streets of Atlanta this weekend. We don't know. If, it's going to be hot, too, bro. I think Saturday is going to be 88. Sunday is going to be, like, fucking 90. So we're going to have to pick one. <laughs> we're going to be back in the streets of Atlanta this weekend, though, for our Q&A segment this week. Uh, we got a question that was sent to us. That was the only one, right? This week, okay. I didn't check back. But okay, so we got a Q&A question that we'll answer at the end of this uh, episode today. I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in the Atlanta area. Thank every single one of you. Everyone in Columbus, Ohio, listening Florida, Kansas, the Carolinas, New York, Seattle, Dublin, Ireland, uh, Brussels, Belgium. Our real listeners I'm naming right now. Netherlands, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, India, Denmark, Indonesia, New Zealand, Lithuania, Canada, Australia. All you, you guys listening India? up there. Nah, it was that it was in blue in India? India. It was some blue in India. It wasn't red, but it was some blue in there. Thank every single one of y'all for listening, man. That's out there. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Again, hit that subscribe button on YouTube for us, please, for our YouTube channel, Social Junkie Podcast on YouTube, every single Thursday, every single week. Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud every Wednesday, like I said. We slowly getting there to where we want to be. It's a slow progression, bro. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate all y'all. We appreciate you guys listening. This far, you know? Thank yeah, y'all. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thank you, everyone that came out to the party this Saturday, man. I had a good time. Yeah, no, Brandon had a good time. You had a good time? What you oh, sipping there? on? You invite me. <laughs> you like this song, huh? Yeah, this is our time. No, I'm talking about this one. Oh, with. Yeah, it was, it was all right. Oh, no, nah, it's alright. This nigga was like, bro, the, be- the best beat out there is probably the We gonna talk about it, though. Like, it right? is probably the better beat out Thank you, guys. We gonna talk about it. Thank you to everyone that came out to the uh, party this weekend on Saturday for my son's first birthday. Thank y'all, man. Y'all know what happened at the end of that party. We got drunk. We got lit. Niggas was drinking. Niggas was sipping. Niggas was falling over. Niggas was not. Nah, nobody fell over. A lot of shit went down, though. Thank y'all for coming out, man. I appreciate everyone of y'all. The per- uh, Jermaine, man, I ain't get to see you because I know Jermaine be listening. Hopefully, I get to see you tomorrow, bro. I didn't get to see you. At the party, you dropped the gift off. Thank you, everyone that dropped the gift off. My nigga Chris, uh, Jermaine, everyone that dropped the gift off is listening. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all know how we get down. Uh, let's do a podcast rundown and we're going to get started because we got a lot to talk about in music and the Q&A segment today. Uh, we got uh, maybe What's Trending, maybe pretty short today. Uh, we're going to start in What's Trending. I'm going to go first this week. I don't like this song. Uh, we got music after that. <coughs> sports. Sports is pretty short. And then the Q&A segment, we'll talk about that. Um, that'll be the last thing we do, and then we'll close out the Q&A segment. So what's trending? Music, sports, Q&A segment. Those are four segments today. Again, thank you for being here. I think that's it, man. You ready? We'll start kind of early today since we got... We usually start around the 8-minute mark. A little mini early. It's cool. I don't like this song. I kind of like that song. We'll start, though. We'll go through the track list and see what songs you like. Uh, what's trending? I'll start this week. Uh, what's the first thing we got? I try to stay away from the vaccination articles, but I got one this week since they want to come with some shit every week now. You ready? Yeah. Check it. Your president. <laughs> you guys, president, President Joe Biden, he put out a tweet. He said, just a few hours ago, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, announced that they are no longer recommending that fully vaccinated people need to wear masks, whether inside or outside. Again, people. This is me saying it's not him. CDC announced that they are no longer recommending that fully vaccinated people need to wear masks, whether inside or outside. He said the next tweet, the rule is now simple. Get vaccinated or wear a a mask until you do. The choice is yours. Also today, he put out a tweet. He said, uh, help spread the word, President Biden. From May 24th until July 4th, Uber and Lyft will offer everyone in America free rides to and from COVID-19 vaccination sites. 
Um, as far as the mask thing, can't you still catch this shit when you're vaccinated? Of course. So why are they saying that you don't need to wear a mask no more? Because you can catch it for a uh, second time. You, you can catch it even if you're vaccinated. So why are they saying not to wear a mask? <laughs> Just another question of all the shit that comes up. stupid. <laughs> Whole bunch of contradictory stuff coming out. Oh, don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Different strain. No. This mask doesn't protect you. Y'all know how we feel about the vaccine. We ain't gonna keep talking about it. We ain't gonna. If you don't want to get, it, you don't want to get it. If you want to get, it, if you're vaccinated, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have a problem if you vaccinated. We had somebody on here. Shout out um, to our boy that was on here, Melvin. Uh, Melvin, um, talking about the vaccination, man. Um, if you want to get it, you want to get it. I don't see a problem with it. But I just feel like it's just funny that they're saying that you don't need to wear a mask when you can still catch the virus even if you are vaccinated. That's just weird. And I think it's it's cool. So. Do you choose if you want to give the people, if you drive for Uber and Lyft, do you choose if you want to give the niggas a free ride or do you, you just got to do it? Like it just pops up on your shit. Oh, you got to do a free ride. <laughs> <laughs> free ride upcoming. I would imagine they, they account for the cost. Uber and Lyft, they probably have to I wonder how that comes up though. Like if it just pops up on your shit. Bing. Free ride upcoming. Take them to this, uh, take to some, uh, this vaccination center. I don't want to do that, bro. No, I'm not doing that. I mean, that's cool. You can get your own ride. Drive yourself there to the ship. You, it's the free. It's a free vaccine. Some people don't have cars, bro. What you mean? I guess. Walk there. Then. Walk there with no mask. In Georgia. I guess. Uh, what else I got? That's all I got for vaccine shit, man. The next thing I got. Uh, a judge has set a December trial date for the former officer charged in a fatal uh, shooting of Dante Wright. If you guys don't remember, Dante Wright is the one that was pulled over for having um, a warrant. And was shot by the female officer who was on the police force for, I believe, 26 years? 20-something something years? Almost 20-something years. Says, it's been a little over a month since the unfortunate death of 20-year-old Dante Wright, who was shot and killed during a traffic stop in Minnesota for having expired tax. Oh, for expired tax. I don't remember that. Okay, but cool. During the incident, not cool, but during the incident, former police officer Kim uh, Potter advised that she had intended to... Uh, to shock him by her stun gun uh, with the taser. Instead, she claimed she accidentally drew her handgun, firing a single bullet that hit him in the chest. The second-degree manslaughter charge carries sentencing up to 10 years in prison and or a fine up to $20,000. What they mean, and, and or? or? What the fuck they mean, and or? I was just going to say that. She so either 10 years in prison or, or $20,000 fine? What kind of shit is that, bro? Who's reporting this? I don't know who this is. Uh, with such a high-profile shooting, it looks like this was on Instagram. It looks like the judge over the case is planning on having the trial sooner rather than later. According to news reports from at NPR, Kim's trial is set uh, scheduled to happen later this year. The report states that judge blah blah blah. So yeah, December sixth looks like it's going to be the day that the trial starts. Got a lot of cases coming up. I got some more shit. A lot, a lot of cases coming up for all the shit that's been going down the past couple years. Atlanta spa shooter Robert Aaron Long, the nigga that went to all the spas over here in Atlanta and was shooting everybody up like a fucking maniac. Uh, he is formally he has been formally indicted on murder charges. Prosecutor also seeking hate crime charges and the death penalty. Uh, again, he is 22, 22 years old. Uh, again, he has now been indicted by Fulton County Grand Jury for the murders of four of the eight people he killed back in March. Uh, what do they mean four of the eight? Why not eight of the eight? That's what I'm saying by a Fulton County grand jury for the murders of four of the eight people he killed back in March while embarking on a mass shooting spree at three Atlanta area spas. Fulton County, this article is kind of long, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they're looking at a death penalty. Uh, it says, on March 16th, Long murdered Sancha Kim, 69, Soon Chung Park, 74, 
Hong Jung Grant 51, and Young AU 63. Uh, the indictment is only for the four murders that happened at two spas in the metro Atlanta area, not the shootings, deaths um, in Cherokee County oh. in northeast, uh, northwest of the city that claimed the lives of the other three. You're going to be tried by that other court then. Oh, okay, so he's been indicted by this court. Okay, right, gotcha. Right. That's why. Okay, so that's why. So that makes sense. Uh, another one. Defense attorneys for, for the men accused of killing Ahmad Arbery pushed to allow testimony about Ahmad Arbery's criminal history. The three men accused in, in Ahmad Arbery's death are set to go on trial on murder charges this fall, but between now and then, we can expect a few motions from the defense team, including one made today, which is last week, that will likely be heavily contested by the public. Uh, the defendants Gregory and Travis McMichael are their co and their co-defendant William Bryan, I think that's the one that was filming, were in court with their attorney today and asked the judge to allow testimony about Ahmad's past, specifically his criminal history. The defense says uh, it paints the full picture about the victim's intent on the day he died. I don't agree with that. I don't think that matters because he wasn't doing anything but jogging. Uh, he wasn't. He didn't. He wasn't out there trying to fucking rob anybody. It doesn't matter what his criminal history. I don't even know what his criminal history is. Well, at, at the end of the day, we have to expect this because yeah, they have to for the defense. They, they have, have to come with something. something. I was gonna say that too. So, I'm so don't. So I hope everybody's not too angry about it. So they they got to come up with something in order for the defense. To yeah, they they they're not just gonna be like, well, we don't know what to say. You murdered them. Let's just leave it at that. They're not gonna. They got to find something. You know. Yeah. Ultimately, when you think he's just jogging, he's just what was he gonna take? He went to look at a house that's under construction. What is he going to take? Wood? I didn't know that. Remember he got stopped at the house and they had saw him. They thought he was looting the house. But it was under construction. I don't remember. It's probably because it was so it was such a long time yeah, ago. That's yeah. probably why. I don't remember. Yeah, but the main thing is they saw him at the house. And then he left. And then they started chasing him. And but, pulled out a shotgun and shot him and killed him. So right. Somebody's filming. That could have stopped it. And that's why he's on trial too. Uh, you had that article too. I don't know if there's anything else you want to no, say. No, it, it, it's pretty much exactly what we said. They just want to, <coughs> yeah, man. Include that's that, include include that so-called evidence or whatever they may state it to be, you know, in in the case. And like I said, it's it's expected that they're gonna do it. Um, ultimately, I think they'll be guilty. I think so. All three of them. Even the man I guilty. don't think all three. I think two. I think the father and his son. I don't know about this dude in the killing. I don't know. I think if anything, he'll get a lesser sentence. He won't the cameraman. Get the yeah. I, I agree with that. I think he'll get a lesser sentence. And what about uh, the Dante Wright, uh, Ken Potter? Um, ten years or the twenty thousand dollars fine? I think fine. I think she. Don't gonna, think she's gonna do no time. I don't think she's gonna do no time. Be real with you, bro. I don't think she's gonna do no I time. I don't like that. I don't like that one. I don't think she's gonna do no time, bro. That don't misconstrue what I'm saying. As in, that's what I want. I'm you think they're gonna more so go towards her story if she accidentally pulled out? The gun? Yeah, the just solely on the fact that she was saying stun gun, like, uh, uh, what was she taser, 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 yeah. in the video. So I think, based on that, they're gonna be like, oh, well, you must have, maybe, even though a fucking gun has a safety, two different types of weight. And even though you've been on the police force for 20-some years. And I think, I think it was over 20, bro. I, I think, think it was, it was closer was to 30. I think it was 26. Okay, so we're, all, we're closer to three decades. Almost our entire lives, because we, I'm, t you, you 28, I'm 29, it's almost so, our entire lives. Yeah, almost as long as we go There's about, not any way that, like, going back to the facts of the case, I don't know how you can be on a force for almost three decades and mistake the weight of it, the whole operation of this, like, two different types of trigger mechanisms. Like, come on, man. Well, I think that, that what we're saying, what you just said, should hold more weight then. 
Now that you accidentally did that, you're saying, I think that should hold but more what weight I'm that saying, you've been on the force for 26 years. What I'm also going to say is that they're going to fight. They have plenty of uh, against the case that he tried to run, and they have justifiable yeah. evidence to say that, you know, he was running. They got a warrant out. For, he was running, resisting, he run. and he had a warrant out for his arrest, and they, didn't, they quote, unquote, probably don't know how dangerous I didn't know was. it was anything about expired tags until just now. I didn't read anything about Which is years. probable reason to pull somebody over. That's probably why they pulled him over, and then when they got his license, they ran it. Right. They saw he had a warrant. Right. So that's so now it's coming together more for me because I didn't know about the expired tax. So like I said, I was half and half on this story. If y'all don't remember, I was half and half. Like, a she definitely was wrong, fucking shooting him for that kind of shit. But b he was wrong for trying to run, and they got a warrant out for his arrest. Because once you got a warrant out, bro, what you going? They're gonna apprehend you. They're gonna apprehend you. I'm not saying that he deserved to die. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that. The facts of it is, is the facts of it. If he's trying to get apprehended, just let it be. And she shouldn't have shot him. That for was, what? That was episode 84. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. But yeah. That's and what about Robert Aaron Long? Oh, yo. I think he's done. I think he's, I think it's a wrap. Think death penalty? I hope. I'm going to say I hope. I'm going to say I, I hope. I didn't know death penalty still runs in Georgia. I didn't know that. I think it's I for it such like, a, such. like Mississippi. I, th- I, I, I Maybe it's because of, it's a, like kind of like a, um, the type of murder went once it's in class of hate crime. Yeah, okay. maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know all the laws and jurisdictions and all that type of shit. I don't know all that type of shit. That's all I have for all these cases that are coming up. Every time we um, whenever all these, whenever all these trials actually go down, of course we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, come join us. And we'll talk about that in the future. Okay. Last thing I have before Brandon goes. Uh, this one's pretty sad. You know, Brandon usually comes with these sad stories, but I actually have one this week because I actually read it and I was like, bro, what kind of shit is this, bro? The headline reads. 12-year-old dies after being punched in the head over a $1 bet. Says, now this is such a sad story. A, a young boy in New York has died after being punched in the head by a classmate over a $1 bet. New York authorities issued a statement about the tragic incident where they explained more of what happened. Romy was only 12 years old and his life was uh, invaluable, worth far more than a dollar there that cut his life short and left his family searching for answers. This mother, well, last Mother's Day weekend, whatever that was. That was two weekends ago? Two weeks ago, yeah will be different for this family and his mother miles away in Haiti trying to cope with the loss of their son. This is a tragedy for a family who dreamed of a better life and brighter future for Romy, now overwhelmed by grief and anguish. No parent should ever have to wonder whether their child will return safe and sound after school. I agree with that. We need to know more about what happened and know how to prevent another family from this imaginable experience. I am heartbroken by this news and extend my deepest sympathies to the Ville Saint family and the PS316 community says the New York Police Department is launching an investigation in hopes of to bring some um, the family some sort of comfort this also uh, they also hope that this doesn't happen again this is a picture of him here uh, the relative says one of the beatings may have been a dollar there on Friday yeah yeah we just said that so yeah um, like they said it's fucked up that you gotta send your kid to school cause I know every parent you know, with me having kids now, you know, that's something I got to think about in the future. You know, when you send, because I, I know my mom and dad used to say that all the time. Like, when, you know, now as we get older, we understand more of what our parents, how much they used to worry about us, especially people with kids now. I know you guys can feel what I'm saying. Like, now you can understand a lot more why our parents worry about us so much. Even when we got up to age, like going out at 18, 19, yeah. why they wanted us to be home at a certain time. Why they wanted us to not just to come straight home from school and don't Especially now during this time or ever. Yeah, don't be going to this person's house right after school. You come straight home and let me know you're home. That's why they say shit like this. And 
I can only imagine this. I didn't even know. I didn't read the article to just now that his family's in Haiti and um, most of his family's. I don't know if his mom is in Haiti and he just went to school in New York. I don't know who he lives with, but it didn't say the details of what happened, how old the kid was that hit him, why he hit him in the head. It didn't say anything like that, but. Let, I, I remember this article from two weeks ago. I don't think I, I had talked on it, but it was somebody, some kid had bit him for a dollar to punch him in the head as hard as he could. Then he went home. He had like migraines. I think he went to the nurse. He had like a migraine and then he had went home. And I think he went to sleep or some shit and then he had died or something. Something like that. So somebody bet him to punch him in the head hard as, as, hard as, hard as he can for a dollar. For a dollar. Yeah. So what needs to happen to that child that did that? Because that's murder. You kill somebody. Yeah, it is murder. And I'm assuming they're around his age. I'm assuming they're around his age. If if he's in school, he's probably 12. So they're going to probably go to juvenile. They're they're probably not going to get charged as an an adult. Minimum, they'll probably get about 20 years. 20 years or 10 years or something for that kind of stuff. This is why it's very important to instill some type of common sense into into your kids, people. Because nobody, no kid should be going around punching another kid in the head hard as fuck for a fucking dollar. That doesn't make any type of sense. That's why. And he probably didn't think about that either. Even though I'm not talking shit like about him, the, the child, what was his name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't think the kid he was going to die. He didn't think that he was going to die. You know? He probably didn't think that, but at the but end of the day. But it wasn't a good idea. It's not necessary to do that. It's a stupid idea. That's why we have to instill intelligence and common sense into our kids, people. That's yeah. why we have to continue to do shit like this. That's why we need father figures and mothers that to be there for their kids, and if you don't have a, if you a single mother, be a mother and a father to your kid. You have to instill discipline and intelligence into your kids, so shit like this won't happen. Because an intelligent kid would never do something like that. And like I, I said, common sense is not so common anymore. Even back in when we were young, they were saying that. So imagine nowadays. So that stuff isn't common anymore. You really, a lot of people upbringing their children right now, they don't have any hints of common sense. They just do shit in the moment. I'm not saying like you know he ain't a smart kid. This kid, this child who just died, pretty much a child, is a child, but gotta gotta do better, man, for this stuff kind of stuff not to happen in the future. Cause that's like this is probably the most benign thing that could probably happen. There's a lot of shit that probably goes on worse than this. All right. So yeah, yeah, that would be fucked up to learn that happened to my kid. I, I would I wouldn't know what I, because the first. You would be so infuriated, you wouldn't even know what to do. You want to see the kid that did it. You want to ask them questions. Why the fuck you do this? You probably want to put your hands on the kid, but at the end of the day, they're just a kid. And this kid, boy, if, if they're 12 years old, I'm assuming the other kid's 12 to hit them, you're a year away from being a teenager. This ain't a five-year-old, a four-year-old. This is a kid that has some type of knowledge between what's right, right and wrong. I think the differentiation between age, between like right knowing right from wrong is, is pretty early, man. Like, you... By the time you you have some conscientive sense of what I think is maybe about five, you know what's wrong, right. what's right. Even even Prince will know. They'll know what's right or wrong. You know, at their at their age, they'll know not to do this after you. But you have to tell them that why this is. Don't touch that candle. Don't do this. Don't pick us up. Don't throw us on the floor. At that age, they learn and they start learning what is right from wrong. But if you don't have anybody telling you this kind of shit. All your, your judgment is just skewed from here on out. From talking from rip, from five all the way up to 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 from some, something as simple as don't put shit on the floor to all the way up to don't fight in school. So protect yourself at the same time when needed, but don't just start fights in school for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So rest in peace to him, man. Yeah, and condolences to that entire family because I can only imagine how that how that feels to send your kid to school. 
and he gets hit in the head over a dollar. I mean, it doesn't even matter if it was a hundred dollars. It doesn't matter how much money it was that this kid lost his life over a bet of that nature. That's that's ridiculous. So rest in peace and condolences peace. to his family. And that is all I have for what's trending. So Brandon's gonna go now. That's all I got. The only other story I had was um, I'll take his arbitrary stuff out. Uh, P had just brought up the story and I looked it up. Um, the title reads: Amendment to Tennessee Constitution. Banning totally banning slavery is heading to uh, the governor's uh, governor Lee his desk. So currently the Tennessee Constitution bans slavery with the exception as a form of criminal punishment. So it's not completely banned. There's a portion in it. Whenever I actually researched it, it's a f- it's except for a form of criminal punishment for inmates. If it is signed by Governor Lee, it will be on the 2020 ballot. So the Tennessee, the Tennessee Constitution uh, currently bans the use of slavery, except in one case, as a form of criminal criminal punishment. Uh, now lawmakers are trying to amend that and try to fix that. So I don't know why this stuff wasn't taken care of a while ago, but because either way it goes, when we're talking about inmates. People probably be like, "Oh well, inmates they don't deserve that. They could be saved as they want." It's still wrong. Slavery, slavery. Okay, so we're saying that the only way slavery can still happen is in the inmates. form of criminal punishment. Inmates. So they're saying that's considered slavery? Yeah. Because you can still be... That's still considered slavery. Slavery is still slavery. Forced by forcibly punishment, you know? I don't Against know. Against your will. I don't know about that one because you're in prison. I'm not... I'm saying more so I don't see it as slavery. I don't see that as slavery. I don't know. I think it would have to be... My dad just sent me this. That's why Brandon looked it up before we started. I think it, I'd have to know along the lines of what they're, what they're kind of getting. Yeah, I gotta kind of look at the details of that one. Like, what do you mean that... You're in prison. Because like, you're in you, prison. You don't really have a choice on what to do. So... Yeah, I mean, you get I your, don't understand how this would be kind of relevant now as far as fucking been jails everywhere, you know, prison systems everywhere in the country since when? Like... And we're talking about something from 1870. So what are they saying as far as the lines of that? I could see some similarities of slavery and being in prison. I spent, well, I think more back in the day. Okay, so when we think slavery, unpaid, forced labor. Some niggas like doing that shit. It, some niggas like, like doing that shit just so they can get out and like, get out the fucking cell. Some niggas like doing that shit. Like, some niggas want to get out of these cell and go do Unless shit we're like talking that. about the forced manipulation like, uh, like fucking like... Beat but do they force like you that? to do shit? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Unless we're did. talking about that. Okay, yeah. Then, I, I had to look maybe. at what they mean by that because that's confusing. But I could see some similarities to slavery. That's that's a weird subject. That's that's weird. It's weird that it's coming out now. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. That's the only one you had. That's the only one I had. Oh, that was it. Damn, nigga. Yeah. What you been doing this weekend? Partying, getting drunk. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what up, nigga? It's my nigga right here, man. My God, my nigga, right? Yeah, <laughs> this nigga stupid. So yeah, that's all we got for what's trending, man. Show when this week. Usually our what's trending is, goes into like forty minutes. We only on what twenty seven minutes. That's cool. We got t- plenty of time. We got plenty of time to talk about this other shit. So that's all we got for what's trending. So we're gonna get into music. Uh, of course, the biggest news for music is J Cole dropped his album, but we're not talking about that first. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna do that last. That'll be last thing because we we'll talk about that's it. That's last, huh? Because for um. Because we've been waiting for one of the top three niggas to drop an album since we yeah. started this podcast. So for J. Cole, when Drake and Kendrick drop, we'll do the same thing. 
we'll have a lengthy little discussion that we're gonna have at the end about this album about J. Cole shit. But yeah. first thing I have, uh Drake has been named the artist of the decade by the Billboard Music Awards. Drake will receive his prestigious artist of the decade award on Sunday, May twenty third, eight PM. Um any problems with this? Because I don't see That's any fine. problem with this at all. And if you niggas see a problem with it, you're a fucking hater. Drake is the artist of he is the biggest artist of the two thousands and this is not just rap. This is this is all music. Yeah. This is all music you got, think, not just I think, rap. I think it's just fuck because Drake from two thousand to two thousand twenty. Yes, he is the biggest artist of the decade. That is a fact. The level that we're talking about for Drake, man. Even I'm telling you, how many classes Drake put out in that time? Let's see. Let's go to his wiki. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this, but let's just go to the wiki real quick. How many you say on the top of your head? Top of your head, you think? Like classic songs or classic really? albums. albums? How many classic albums did Drake release from two thousand ten? What's that amount of albums? Uh, he has one, two, three, four, so five, and six. If you count, if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, it's, oh, just albums, seven right? and if what a time to be alive. And we're just talking albums, right? You said. Yeah, well, let's count his solo. So, so one, I'd... two, three, four, five, six. What if you're reading this, it's too late. Okay, so I'd say about Thank five you classics. Out of, he got six. We said right. Wait, one. Yeah, but two. one of them, a couple of them is misses, bro. Like, thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. View Scorpion. If reading is too late, that's six. Scorpion ain't really. So six. You said five. Thank me later is not a classic. Take care. I say two. I say take care. Nothing was the same. One of the two classics. I wasn't a huge fan of if nothing was the same. Late. Take care. Thank me later. Thank me later. View Scorpion. If your reading is too late, that's it. That's the solos. Okay, so I'd probably, I'd, probably, I'd probably say a little less. Like, probably like four. Another one out of that. Which four? Thank- I'd say take care. Nothing was to say. Thank you later in the classic to me. That's just me. That's my opinion. That's not I like thank you later. That was a really good album. I, I like, I like that. was a good first that album. That's a club. I, I club. feel like he had two, a lot of huge features for his first album. Well, that's not Alicia Keys, Alicia Keys, Nicki Minaj, T.I., Swiss Beats, The Dream, Jeezy, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, all on his first album. Damn, Wayne really hooked him up. But Drake was the man though at that time. I say two. I say take care. Nothing was the same. I say minimum three. Okay, three. what are the three? Thank take care. Later. Nothing was the same. And thank me later. Yeah. But then I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. like even reading this too late. Ah, that was kind of like so so. I didn't really. That was. Cool and then me. Scorpion was like so so too. Like I don't really fuck with Scorpion like that. But definitely three or four minimum. Okay. And last week uh, we talked about uh, that shit where what was the girl's name? I think her name is Naomi Sharon. Yeah, she is a model. Uh, she was engaged to somebody for eight years, and her fiance claimed that she cheated with Drake. Uh, Drake responded on uh, Nicki Minaj's new song with Lil Wayne and Drake. And what's the lyric say? He said, "I've known her eight. You known her eight years, and I still fuck her like a new husband." Uh, yeah, that's all. That was it. <laughs> that was the line. I think it's all here. I think Drake, I can play it. I don't know why you be doing this, bro. You don't need to talk about all these females you fuck with, man. We know. <laughs> we already know off rip. We already know, bro. I mean, he confirmed, but we was talking about it last week. Like, our the guy should more so be mad at his girl than upset with Drake because he had a long Instagram post that was kind of like 100% do that. Yeah. Like, bro, she for the streets, she look good though. She does, she got some weird cheekbones. I, I hate when cheekbones are like sucked in. Like, she looks like handsome Squidward. I fucking hate that. <laughs> she do it like Hasbro <laughs> Square. She do it like Hasbro Square. So yeah, but, congrats to Drake, man, for being not artist of the decade. There's other shit. I mean, we know Drake. We, we know. Yeah, we know. We know Drake can get anybody you want. I think. Yeah. 
No, he can't. Sure. That's a fact. He can't. <laughs> uh, LL Cool J and Jay-Z have been named uh, in the 2021 inductions of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, so congratulations to Jay-Z and LL Cool J. Other names include Tina Turner, uh, the Foo Fighters. I don't really know anybody else. I just know Tina Turner, the Foo Fighters, Jay-Z, yeah. LL Cool J. But everyone else, congratulations that was nominated. Um, I think Jay-Z, that might have been overdue. I think. Yeah, Jay-Z's been in the game since 96. That might have been overdue. That might have been. L- no, fuck yeah. that. L.O., yes. L.O., that's overdue. That's overdue. L.O. for sure. Yeah, because L.O. was, we talking about post, like, pre-J.Z. I, 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 yeah. Yes. This is, like, a good deal before that. Yeah, so congratulations to all them. Uh, we talked about DMX's album. Uh, his, his, the word is posthumous, correct? His first posthumous album since his death. I thought it was different. So. No, it's posthumous. Um, it is called Exodus 1-7. Uh, they released the track list. I'm going to go through some of the features because a lot of people are upset with some of the guys that are featured on here. Uh, the Locks, Swiss Beats, no problem with that. Jay-Z and Nas are actually on his song together. Number two, it's called Bath Salts with, Jay, uh, with DMX. Lil Wayne and Swiss Beats, see a problem Wayne being on there? I don't because I feel like Lil Wayne is a legend. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man, because if it's Wayne, like... What about this next one? Hold that up. Money Bag Yo. Get the fuck out of here. Money Bag Yo is featured on number four. It's called Money, Money, Money. Get the fuck out of here. That was the main one. I'll read the rest in a minute. But Wayne, you're not on board with Wayne being on here? Wayne is a legend in itself. So if it's if it's like, oh, Wayne rapping like how he is, and especially you talking about that song that you heard. Yeah, yeah I'm going to talk about that. Then later. fine. But Money Bag? Nah, bro. Alicia Keys. Yes. Bono. Uh, I don't know these other people. Cross, Infrared, Ice Pick. West, uh, all of Griselda's on a song. West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, and Conway. Damn, that would probably be a hard fucking song. I think he he did say that on that Drink Champs interview. He was talking about the album. And he did say that. So DMX was. I'm gonna say. I want to say this. This wasn't just something that they put together. DMX was working on his album before he died because he was talking about this. And he did say Griselda was on there. Uh, Nas is on another song. Snoop Dogg. I agree. Uh, Usher, Brian King, Joseph. That's all. It's 13 songs. Looks like. I'm gonna definitely listen to this album. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to it. So rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace as always, man. Um, what I got next? New music that came out before we get into this album review shit. Why is, why is the Money Bag song be the hardest? It's called Money, 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 too. That would be funny. Because <laughs> that was the one thing niggas was mad about. Money Bag, yeah, I would have kept him off. I think everybody else is cool, but. You know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till I hear it. Money Bag could. He be rapping, though. I'd be him his credit, yeah. That nigga be rapping. Uh, new music came out. Migos, they released their first single off of Culture 3. It is called Straightening. Uh, they're saying Straightening over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> hey, these yeah. niggas talking about bars on J. Cole. Album. That was what was funny to me on Twitter. These niggas, man. The, uh, Culture 3 is dropping June 11th. They put out a release date. They tried to do a little Michael Jordan shit. They put out a fax with We Coming Back. They tried to do a little Michael Jordan retirement shit. It's like, these niggas, you niggas aren't Michael Jordan. These niggas. But it's coming out June 11th. You gonna listen to Culture 3? These niggas gonna be talking about the same shit they always talk so, about. So, so I, I probably wouldn't around to be. It's gonna be I probably, the same I won't shit. Do it that day. Come on, probably. You niggas really are good. more excited over Amigos album than fucking probably Drake and Cole and Kim. I'm not gonna say that. I'm talking about these, these Twitter niggas. Yeah, you niggas are weirdos. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna call you weirdos. You li- like listen what you listen to. Listen what you listen to. Yeah, people just got it. different tastes. Young Nudie dropped. He dropped the album called Doctor Evil. I played like three songs off that shit just now. All three of them shit sounded hard. Uh, Nicki Actually, Minaj, yeah, them shit sounded hard. Nicki Minaj, she, I thought this was a new album. This is her old mixtape from 2009, and it just has a couple new songs on there. It's called "Beat Me Up, Scotty." I didn't know this was an old mixtape. I thought this was some new shit because I've seen it with so many songs. 
And I was like, why would Nikki drop on the same day as Cole? She's not going because Nikki's so obsessed with going number one. I'm like, she's not gonna go number one now. But this is a mixtape. Uh, the song "Seeing Green" is number one with Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne. That's where Drake just said that response on that song, and Lil Wayne snapped on that shit. Uh, Kodak dropped Haitian boy Kodak. He dropped the album. My boy Mac Ayers. He dropped a new single for all my R&B niggas. Uh, it's called Smoke. I just played that shit. That shit sounded pretty good. So yeah, everybody new music. Like I said a couple weeks ago, I feel like everybody's about to come now. I think now. Yeah. I, I think, think after this COVID shit, I think everybody was chilling, and I think now I said it a couple weeks ago when Cole put out that song. I was like, I think everybody's about to come now. So, All yeah. we need now is a Justin Bieber album. <laughs> he just put out an album. I'm I didn't know that, but thank you. It was a joke. I didn't listen to it. I I just know you put out. You know, you a fan. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do this for the top three niggas. Because this is the first album for the top three that we talked about since we started this podcast. 88 fucking episodes. See how this nigga sit back? He would have hate so bad. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I said that, that nigga was like, oh my God. Here we go. I'm trying to look at the track list. All right, J. Cole. We're going to go through it. The off season. It's here. Last week, I was highly critical of the interlude, me and Brandon. I still am not a huge fan of the interlude. I'm still not. The day after we did this, he went on LA Leakers. Well, I guess this is probably recorded already. He dropped a freestyle on LA Leakers. Probably the best freestyle that I've heard in some years. In a while. In a while. Uh, I'll play a little bit of it, but it's on YouTube. This nigga snapped on YouTube. Just keep it home on my closet like Dover Street used to be bumming. Some days I'm still bumming the difference is now it's by choice. Got just a peek out the window. These little niggas different. They don't play Nintendo. They play with their stendos. I hope you can limbo that topic. will spin you around like a judge on a voice. I'm from a city where most niggas never get lucky enough to see something outside county limits. I ran up the ditches. I don't have no motherfucking business complaining about nothing. Ain't got no time in the place. Unless they be making up who they debating. It's better. Let's face it. He one of the greatest. No big copy shit, but if niggas are sleeping, the fucker. Most niggas don't understand me. I don't do the Grammys. I'll my Jimmy's on sofa. Most niggas don't understand me. Ferrari and Camry, I better look good in them both. Most niggas. <laughs> he snapped on that. This nigga said, I don't got time for debating on lists of who they think is better. Let's face it, he wanted the greatest. No Bill Cosby shit with the niggas is sleeping and fuck him. That's a fucking bar. That nigga snapped. And he snapped on uh the 93 Not 93 Is it 93 to infinity? Yeah, 93 to infinity. He, just, he freestyled on that. Like I said, that's on YouTube. Literally the day after we were talking about this interlude shit that came out. So this is all album promo. Solidified it. Yeah, I was eating my words after that shit. Because I literally was like, I want to hear this nigga rapping. I'm tired of this other shit. I want this nigga to fucking rap. That's the difference between him and Kendrick and Col- and Drake. And the next day, nigga went in. <laughs> he already freestyled on that until Infinity be on the warm-up. For niggas that don't know, he, he freestyled that already. That was a song on the warm-up. It's yeah, I heard, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know if them niggas knew that before they played the beat, the L.A. Leaker. But you could tell. I mean, it's a cold beat. You could hear it. You think he wrote that? I think I was still a tip of beat. I think that was an actual freestyle. I think the Infinity No, one. wait. We're talking about the second one that he did. Because he yeah, did two. Him. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you think he wrote either of those freestyles? I think the still tipping one, that one that we just played, I think that, I think this was a freestyle. I think he was freestyling. I think the ninety the ninety three something funny, I think he might have wrote that. I don't feel that Cole be writing like right going in there writing shit beforehand, to be honest. I think he's, he's always made a freestyle. He's always made a freestyle. But yeah. Oh yeah, let me also say this. Uh J. Cole, I should have said this last week. He's he was the first artist in history to get the cover of Slam magazine. It's a basketball magazine. He is the first artist in history to grace the cover of Slam Magazine last week. So I want to say congratulations for that. And also, um, the fucking basketball shit, because I, I kind of talked down on it last week. I had no idea that the fucking league that this nigga was playing that was created by the NBA and FIBA. I did not know that. Haters. 
This nigga's in the basketball Africa league, and then sports center been posting all the shit. He scored his first bucket. So congratulations for you, for that shit, man. Because this nigga's always wanted to play basketball, and he's now playing professional ball. So congratulations. That's the definition of living out your dreams. Even though you took a whole other career path, you were still able to do that shit. So master P two. So congratulations to J Cole for that, man. I want to say that last week. Last week I was like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I just want to hear the music, and he swear he was not being too hard. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I was a little tough on that one. Yeah, congratulations to J Cole on that, man, because that's an amazing accomplishment to be able to do that. That's Slam magazine cover to be the first artist and that fucking odd uh, plan. I think he still he's has following his dreams, bro. He's he living out what he needed to live out. And congratulations, bro, really for real, man. I mean that. Congratulations, dog. So let's get into the shit. The off season. They get through up. My biggest problem with this album is too short. 12 songs. Yeah, it is short. Minutes. Yeah. After I see, I scrolled down and I seen that time, I was like, damn, bro. This, this album, that short, was right? one of my biggest problems with the album. Yeah. Um, I listened to it on Friday night. 95 South, track one. That's the song I played in the intro. You on board? Let's do a tally. Uh, initially, I did it. I, well, I did not. Initially, I did not. I'm telling you, but you after P me, had bro. told me to listen to it again, and I listened to it with headphones, and in the car, it was it was pretty good. I still don't like that auto tune shit to a little bit because he he'll do that to he the second part a little, a little bit. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. The end part. I just I me first, but overall I did like this song. That shit is a hard fucking song. And these niggas, man. What was that fucking line he said? I can cut it out on YouTube. What was the line he said? Could put an M right on your head, you Luigi brother. Now niggas was on Twitter talking shit about that line and the line. You remember the line where he said the only fucking line probably. If and we talking about it straight now. If the beef do come around, I'll put an M right on your head, you Luigi brother. Now, niggas was saying on Twitter that's one of the worst bars on the album. And I don't know if you remember the other line where he said, uh, Envy, keep your pockets envy, so just focus on you. If you broken clown and a millionaire, the joke is on you. That's not, that's. Niggas that was clowning on that line too. Like, what are you, nigga? Shut the fuck up. You Twitter niggas are so fucking stupid. What are you niggas talking about? What are you niggas talking about? Those are two of the hardest bars on the album. Yeah. You niggas is fucking stupid. So we both on board for 95 South. Yeah, I'm both on board for that. This next one, I was not on board when I first heard it. Fuck out here. Amari? Amari? Yeah. Like now that. I fuck with it. I fuck with it now. I fuck with Amari now. Amari was I fuck with Amari now. Okay. You on board with that? Yeah, I'm on board. He put out a video for this yesterday, too. For Amari? Yeah. He put it out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, track three, My Life. Oh, oh this nigga yeah, finally yeah, yeah, yeah. put features on his fucking album. Yeah. 21 Savage, Lil Baby, Boss is on there. I didn't hear Boss, but apparently he's singing on some songs. It's fucking weird. Black is on, see, Black is on there. I, when I was playing this shit, I didn't see the set, the, 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 um. They put the track, they put the features on there afterwards. That's what, okay, okay album, so I didn't know, yeah. Remember yeah. I said that? I was yeah. like, when, before, when Cole first put the track list out, I yeah. was like, it may be hidden features. Yeah. Lil Baby's on there, 21 Savage on My Life, and Moray, he's a, he's another artist from Fayetteville, North Carolina. When I first heard it, I didn't know it was, this was him. Yeah. But you like this one? Yeah, I did like it. Yeah. Like 21 Savage? 21 Snap! 21 did. 21 Snap! So you 3 to 3! All the way up until... Okay. Go ahead. Applying Pressure. I like that one too. I like Applying Pressure. Oh, wait, wait, I didn't like My Life. I didn't like My Life. I'm taking that off. You you like I like it, 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 I forgot. I like my racing on that. He snapped on this one. You like this one? Yeah. Oh yeah, four, four. Punching the clock, right? This is one of the hardest for 
Punch of the clock might be the hardest. Ninety-six with two fucking short. Punch of the clock might be up there with ninety-five subs. I'm like, bro, why the fuck is these songs so fucking short, dog? I don't know why he did that, bro. It's only unless he somebody was saying they don't think he's done. They think he's gonna drop. Oh, the Lux album? No, that they think he might drop something else this year. That too could be a possibility. The Lux album. I don't know about that, bro. I think he's. I think that's reaching, bro. You know what I'm here for? Back on top, punching the clock, clutching sanity. I got more cribs than habitat for humanity. Okay, so what? That what was that? Number five. So we, nigga, we five for five. Oh yeah, this next one. <laughs> fuck no, no. You know what? I don't fuck with it, bro. So you know to the thing, with you, bro. I don't, I don't fuck with this. Like, and that. the thing about this album, I fuck with Boss too. I like Boss, man. He but. talked about money a lot on this album. Yeah. He and that's unheard of for this nigga. Maybe he just wanted to tell these. But I feel like every yeah you got you got a chance to flex every now and again, and that's what he said. Yeah, you get a chance to flex every now and again. Cause we know you, you got like the money, and we know that project. I'm telling you, and this a main reason to this is that I all too shit. I just don't like it, man. I just I just um, the second part I liked it right here, but it did sound like this one right here. I liked it right here. I liked it right here. How come a nigga ain't into his crime? Still getting better after all this I like it right there. And when I was listening back, when I was listening back to like Forest Hills and fucking um, what was it Sinner, uh, Born Sinner? Some parts when he's singing and I was telling Pete, he sounded he when he was doing it without any auto tune, it sounded it sounded straight. I'll put it on there. But I'll like Pete was saying, he had, Pete had told me he's like maybe he just wanted to try something different. So that's me what I was personally. Say. I didn't like it. Like you I didn't. Like, I didn't like. That's what I thought about on the way here. The baby. Are we not tired of the baby doing the same shit? But he came from Rip doing that though. J Cole was rapping all the time. J Cole, J Cole was singing, but this auto tune shit. This is something that he just kind of started with Middle Child. I think that might have been the first time J Cole like kind of dipped in that auto tune shit with Middle Child. But that's the thing. The baby gonna have to switch the shit up at some point. I'm tired of hearing the baby sound the same every fucking song. He's gonna have to do something. So I feel like artists at a certain point you gotta kind of. That's his voice. That's his voice, though. That's well, he gotta do something else besides that. I think it's so distinct that he and it's so like different that he cannot do well, that. I, I think you gotta try something though. What I'm, How and, can you, uh, what what, I'm saying what, is, in a, in a if you put any type of auto tune in that shit in in the baby's music, he gonna do it one day. I think he. Gonna I do just it. it don't it won't sound like the baby, bro. It won't sound like some weird shit. I think I think, but my point of that was saying I think artists gotta all try something different at some point, and I think that auto tune shit was. Which is something we never heard on any album from J. Cole. Yeah, I have I don't never think KOD even had auto-tune on it. Definitely not Four Eyes Only. He definitely had no auto-tune on there. Alright, so I didn't... I, you said no 100 mil? No, no. I, I put it on there. Uh, Pride is a Devil. Yeah, I know you put it. I don't like that one. Pride is a Devil had B- Lil Baby on there. I think the transition was really smooth when Lil Baby came yeah, on. Yeah, the transition to that... The transition to that, that shit was, that shit was real fire. Pay somebody to make sure whatever money he's saying, yeah, yeah, put on it, yeah, put on that transition was cold. That transition was cold, and he went in. So. Somebody made a point on Twitter, yeah, Lil Baby did his thing on Drake's little EP, he's on Cole album. Lil Baby's been doing his thing, bro. He remember we talked about how consistent last year. You were talking about how consistent he's Lil Baby's consistent been doing is. his fucking thing, dog. So Lil Baby has been doing his fucking thing. All right, you said I didn't like that one. And for the, if you never heard Amine's album, it's literally somebody said it's the same producer. Is and it? I'm like somebody said that it's the exact same producer that made Pride Is the Devil and Amine's I Can't Decide. It's literally the exact same beat almost. Yeah, it's the same exact. You like beat. this beat? I don't like this beat. I like the beat. I had like this one. It was on. I like the Mine's um album. I, I like the Mine song better than this song. 
I didn't like Pride of the Devil. I I say that too. I say that too. But I I'm gonna say this song is real hard though. Still. You didn't like this one? What about when he started rapping? When he started rapping, it's fine. I like this. I I probably put this on the last of the list. Okay, so I no tally for that one. No tally for that one. I like the rapping on that. And on this song, he uh he said his last fight was with Diddy. Who would have thought it? So. There was a fight. Kind of like half ago. and half on that. So uh, I think this was like 2013. Uh, the story was when Kendrick Lamar's Control verse came out on Big Sean's song when he said he's the king of New York. Diddy uh, went up to Kendrick and tried to pour a drink on him for saying he's the king because Kendrick's not from New York at all, and a lot of New York rappers are mad at that at the time. That Control verse, bro, that's one of the best that's verses one of, the of the last best decade of, yeah. of the last decade for sure. But did he try to pour a drink on Kendrick? And the story was J. Cole tried to intervene. J. Cole put hands on him. But for a long time, people were saying that didn't happen. J. Cole said on this song that they did. His last fight was with Diddy. So I don't know if the Knicks actually fist fought. But Diddy's on the end of the song talking. Some people were saying they was, they was moving tables. Yeah, niggas were saying they was moving tables. People that were there, this was in New York. They said tables were fucking being moving. Niggas were moving out the fucking way. Your so this is Diddy on the end of the song. Please fill us with your spirit. Nigga, I like like I like that song. I like on the documentary he was playing this the Twenty One Savage, so I like that song. Y'all know how I feel about this interlude. No tally for both of us. Uh, I still feel the same way. Uh, I tried. To, I like the concept. I tried so it was a little. I just don't like that auto tune shit, but I still like the song. I didn't like it on there. I thought the auto tune was okay on certain songs right there. The climb back, still not all the way on board with the climb. Back. Tally. To the left of that decimal, I need seven Wait, this is close? Climb back. No, I did. I just don't like that auto tune part. Go put a tally down for that. Because I didn't like it. For climb back? Yeah. Or? No, for the climb back. Okay. Uh, I'll put a tally for the climb back. Because he was rapping. Yeah, because when he was, he was rapping, rapping, it sounded straight. He was rapping. Uh, Close. I can't remember how close. Second last. Yeah. Listen. Close. I stare at my dreams as they approach. Gotta be patient. This is, this is good. This is good. I, like I can't think of what sample this is, bro. It's been fucking bothering me with fucking sample this shit. I don't look it up. I have to look it in. This sample right here. I can't think of it. I'll put a tally for both of us. That's from a fuck. I think it's a Jay Z song. I think it's a Jay Z song. And the last song, Hunger on Hillside. I like the little intro, the fucking. I like this. I like this song. I can't remember this one. Shake. Rep strong. We sold out in less than an hour. These words I still like. Like auto tune on here. I, I like. I like it on here. I like it. I like the same way about this as I felt about uh. Fucking um. Like, it is more subtle. The end he was rapping a little more. The end he was rapping. Nah, I like that. No tally? No tally for that one. Oh, it was so so one. Nigga there. said, I ain't doing no dirt no more. I stopped creeping six years ago. Fun fucking them hoes until you realize that you is the hoe. Uh, so I'm 10 out of 12. And you are 8 out of 12. So 8 out of 12? That's pretty, that's pretty, that's good, pretty good. What's 8 out of 12 if you had a test? 
eight out of twelve. What percentage is that? So sixty six. So you failed. <laughs> J Cole failed in Brandon's eyes. This nigga failed. Nah, you failed. I got ten out of twelve. I like this shit. Okay, I give it a solid eight. I give it eight out of ten. Too. That was the exact I score I gave. I give it eight out of ten. What Cole albums is this better than? Kod. Kod. Um. I think it's better than the first. Four guys only. Yes, for um, sure better than for sure. This is better than his last two albums, K.O.D. and Four Yards Only. I think this is better than his first album too. I think this is better than Sideline Story. I think overall I mean, they had some classics on Sideline though. But I think yeah, I think overall you're right. Let's go through Sideline track. I think Sideline Story had his Lights Please, Sideline Story, In the Morning, Nobody's Perfect, Never Told, Rise and Shine, God's Gift, Breakdown, Workout. I fucking hate Workout. You know what? Nah, I don't know, bro. That that's not. Born Center? I, I, nah, nah, it's not better than Born Center, bro. Illuminati, Land of the Snakes, Power Trip, Trouble, Runaway. It's not better than Rich Born Niggas, Born. Forbidden Fruit. It's not better than Born I don't Born. like the last half of Born Center, dog. I don't like it. The Let Knives Down, The Crooked Smile. I don't like those songs. This fucking Ain't That Some Shit. Chain- I think... I have to go off it. Forest Hill Drive... I said it the other day when I fucking um, definitely not better than Forest Hill. When I first heard this album, it didn't give me the same feeling I first had when I like when I listened. Yeah, because you get you get shit like when you listen to Forest Hill Drive. It's not even just the first time when you listen to it from like all the way through. The feeling that you get like as soon as it that it still aged well. Yeah, and that's seven years later. Uh, so I think the only questions is if it, is it better than Born Center and Forest Hill Drive? I think it's that's not. It. That, I'm saying Maybe the born center. We gotta give it some time though, because we don't know how we how we gonna like this album a year from now. I don't know. But on first listen for sure, and all because I listened to this album, I haven't listened to headphones yet. I listened to this album maybe like three times in the car, maybe like three times at the most probably. I'm gonna say enough to say maybe born center, but not maybe for, yes, not maybe. for children. Not for I'm, I'm gonna say that only time will tell though. Um, but is that is that fair though? That was my question I wrote down. Is it fair to compare? Each fucking because what rapper in history got better every album? Kendrick. He didn't get better every album because Good Kid, Mad City was the second well, album. Good, everybody's first album is pretty good. That wasn't his first album. That was, he had Section Eighty. That was his first oh yeah, album. Section Eighty was first, right? No rapper in history has got better with every album they put out. Not even Drake. Think about this: Drake hasn't put a hitter out since 2013, and that was eight years ago. Uh, that's true. Drake hasn't he did put try, out. He did try a whole bunch of different. Shit. Drake hasn't put out a classic album since 2013, in my opinion. Maybe if you want to say the reading is too late, okay, 2015. That's six years ago. If you want to say the reading is too late, no rapper has got better every album. So it's hard to come. That's why I said a long time ago when I, when an artist puts out a fucking classic, it's a gift and a curse because every time every album that Kendrick comes out with, we're gonna compare it to Good Kid, Mad City. Every album that J. Cole comes out with, what's the first thing everybody say? Is it better than Forest Hill Drive? And I feel like that's not fair to do that. Because every artist does not... No rapper in history has gotten better with every album that they dropped. Not even J. That's never happened. Man, we can talk about Nas, too. Nas, either. That was his first album. That's true. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. That's a, good, that's a pretty valid point. I think that's all I have, man. I like I like the album. 8 out of 10, bro. I, think I so. definitely give it 8 out of 10. I think it's a solid album. I think um, I'll wait and see... If it's up there as far as born center, but definitely for me, I don't think I think Forest Hill Drive is just my such biggest a timeless. Yeah, it is that, and it still sounds good. Forest Hill Drive, that's the best shit so far that he's yeah. dropped. I don't, I'm not gonna say that that's the best thing he's ever dropped because I feel like the warm up is still the best thing. I'm he's trying ever to figure dropped. out why we're not talking about the sales. 
I'm, I'm about to get to that. Oh. It's gonna be last. Let me get to it. Fucking, now what was I gonna say? My biggest prize with this album is the length and some of the songs. I feel like the climb back shouldn't have been as long as it is. The climb back might be the longest song on here. I think you should have. He should have had another verse on Punch of the Clock. It was yeah, one yeah, fucking that, Punch that, of the Clock was, was short as fuck. Punch of the Clock was probably harder. Like God me. damn, like what? Besides I ninety five. Fucking this nigga right here. But yeah, off season man. What y'all think? Tell us what y'all think in the comments. J. Cole will become the first rapper in history to have his first six studio albums all go number one on the Billboard 200 because it looks like this album's going to go number one. Uh, but Drake Drake has, has five. DMX had five. Drake, DMX, and J. Cole are all tied with five. Drake is going to... He's going to tie Cole. When Certified Loverboy comes out, yeah. Drake and J. Cole are going to be uh, tied. But Drake... Cole is going to be the first one to do this. Uh, 14 producers on the offseason. This is the most... A different producer J. Cole has ever had on any album. And this is the most, not the most features. But this is the first album he's had with features since Born Center. Since his second album. That's wild. Forest Hill Drive, That's no features. Four Guys only did have a feature, but he didn't credit it. Ari Lennox was on his artist. She was on there singing on one song, but he didn't credit her on there. Yeah. KOD had no features, but his fucking dumbass kill Edward shit. But, um, what was the sales projections? The sell, this was weird because we both said over 500 last week. We Dude. both had a uh, prediction last week. We both said over 500. It says the off-season is projected to sell 280,000 to 310 copies. 310,000 copies first week. So 280,310. I had a fucking thing here. Uh, the off-season will be aiming for number one debut, 280,310. Uh, six number one in a row, challenging for the biggest debut of the year. Amari debuts number one on U.S. Spotify chart with 4 million streams the first day. The biggest debut for any song this year. 95 South was split into clean and explicit versions on the global Spotify chart. 95 South would have debuted number one next week if it had not been for this error. They split it into clean and explicit version. So it would have been the number one song had the error didn't happen, they said. All tracks from J. Cole's offseason are predicted to debut in the top 40 on the Hot 100. It would become the first album in history with more than 10 tracks uh, to achieve this feat in the top 40. Nigga doing, nigga doing numbers. Doing numbers. The fucking project, I think they're going to go up, though. I just feel like... It, I, feel I thought like, you said it's past time for that, though. What? For it to go up for the projections. You got to Friday. Ain't it been a week yet? But I feel like, I feel like when it comes, it, I think they'll go up a little Yeah, because when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, that's pretty fucking low, bro. For him. For him. That's right? less first week than four guys on the NKOD. That's less first week than both of those albums. Yeah, that, that was kind of low for him. Uh, do I have anything Which else is not really... And when you think about content, it's not... It's, it's better than KOD and um, for your eyes only. So, yeah. it is, dog. You know what? A lot of women were mad at him for that no name shit. And I was like, did a lot of women not buy his album because of that? Because every time I go on the Shade Room and they talk about J. Cole, a lot of women in the comments like, I'm not buying his shit or supporting him ever since that shit he did with no name, which wasn't even that serious. But I've seen women saying that. And you know, women will buy your albums. Like, that's just, I think that's why Drake so much because he has the male and female. Oh, audience. hey, man. To, to be honest, y'all missing out. Y'all really <laughs> fucking thinking about that? You want to be that level to petty? Congrats to Cole, man. Look like he's gonna go number one six times. First, re- uh, first artist to do that. Congrats on the basketball Congrats, shit, man. man. Congrats on all your success, bro. The last thing we got for music before we move on to sports. Um, somebody tweeted this. They said so there because I think J Cole had a line talk about the route, the Mount Rushmore of rap on the album, something along the lines. He said something like that. So somebody said so there is Drake, Kendrick, and Cole on the route on the Mount Rushmore. Who is the fourth person? Of rap right now, because you know the Mount oh, Rushmore okay, four, okay, four okay, heads. Okay, okay. They said Drake, Kendrick, and Cole up there. Who's the fourth person? Right now, not like in history. 
we ain't gonna count niggas that's dead and gone and niggas of all time. Like right now, who's the Mount Rushmore right now? So I'll say, okay, let me say this. Somebody said this. I'm gonna tell you who it is. Wayne? The man that gave us Monster Beast Mode 56 Nights, Dirty Sprite 2, and What a Time to Be Alive in a 10 month span. No. <laughs> say no? no? Not future? No. I would say Wayne over future. It's Cause, right cause, now. Because, well, we're talking. I feel like, like come on, man. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, wait, that's cool. I, there's nothing wrong. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Because what that? I'm seeing, I'm confused about the timeline now. If we talking about, no, Wayne. Somebody said respect the future, but it's Big Sean, bro. Somebody else. <laughs> somebody else said. Somebody else said first and foremost. First and foremost, uh, Cole fell off. We're taking Cole off. That's what they said. I'm yeah. taking Cole in. Yeah, all right. I might right. agree with Future. I might agree with the Future shit, bro. I might agree with that one. And we talking about this era. That's what you saying? I might agree with that one, bro. That nigga said the man that gave us Monster Beast Mode, Fifty Six Nights, Dirty Sprite Two, and What a Time to Be Alive in a Ten Months. Is it still considered Wayne's era or not? I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider this. Still. Okay, well, if we're not gonna consider this part of Wayne's era, then fine. I'll go with Future too. Little baby, no, no, little baby ain't done. Nah, it's too, it's too early right now. Baby. He's close. He, he, he up there though. Yeah, he's Lil, very close. Lil, ba- Lil Baby might Because he's pretty fucking consistent. Lil man. Baby might be top five to seven rappers right now. Five to, he might be for sure five to seven right now. Skill wise. So yeah, man, that's all we got for music. Congrats to Cole. That's crazy that Gunna used to write this dude's lines, bro. <laughs> yeah, that shit is. That shit's fucking wild. Uh first thing I have for sports, the NFL, they released their schedule. Seventeen games in a season now. Which is a weird little change. Uh, they released the strength of schedule for every team based off the team's winning percentage last year of their opponents. The Falcons have the third easiest schedule in the league next year for my Falcons fans. Is that going to matter? Probably not. <laughs> because we don't have no fucking defense. Uh, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bears, Packers, and Vikings. That's the top five. Steelers have the hardest schedule. Ravens, second hardest. Uh, some I think Tom Brady tweeted... Uh, because the Patriots and the Buccaneers are gonna play each other next year. Of course, they do this on purpose because right. they want to see, they want to, they want the ticket sales and the the TV sales to go up next year. So uh, Brady's gonna go back to Foxborough next year to play the Patriots in Foxborough in New England. He says it's like when your high school friends meet your college friends. I didn't, I didn't get that. What does that mean? It's like when your high that that's he said that's how he feels about playing the Patriots. It's like when your high school friends meet your college friends. Two transitions in life, I guess. I don't know. I have nothing bad to say about the GOAT. I have nothing bad to say about this thing. I just know the Falcons got the third easiest schedule. I fucking hate these niggas, bro. Yo. Niggas got the third. I think last year we had one of the hardest schedules in the league last year. Now we got the third easiest schedule, and these niggas probably not going to do shit. And it looks like we probably going to trade with you. ain't got no faith. These niggas, man. Because, nigga, we got Tom Brady on division, bro. These niggas just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, y'all. Super Bowl trend. Remember, I said this. I think I said this like a couple months ago. The last five years, these are all the Super Bowl champions. Their bye weeks were in order. 2016, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Their bye week was week nine. 2017, Eagles won. Bye week was week ten. 2018, Patriots week eleven. 2019, Kansas City week twelve. 2020, Buccaneers week thirteen. So their bye weeks are going in order. Mm-hmm. So the teams that have a bye week week fourteen are uh, this year are the Patriots, Dolphins. Eagles and Colts. Could you see any of them winning the Super Bowl? I say no. I don't see any of them. I think this trend is going to end this definitely year. Definitely not the Colts. Definitely not the Eagles. Dolphins, no. No. The one, the person that the, the person, the team that I think got the biggest chance. Patriots. Maybe. Patriots, yeah, maybe. They start in Cam, right? Are they starting yeah. Cam? 
think they signed somebody else though. They signed a back. I think they right? drafted. No, they drafted the dude from Alabama. They drafted. But he's second string though, right? Yeah, we gonna see when camp starts. But yeah, I think that trend's gonna end this year. That bye week shit. That was a little weird though. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. That's crazy. That Why is the bye week so important? That's your week off. That's your week off. Cause it's what. And now they yeah. got fucking seventeen games, and it's still only one bye week, which is crazy. Cause nigga, you have to think like. Football is a grind, dog. That shit is a very NBA too, because that's eighty-two games. Eighty-two, wouldn't it? This year was eighty-two games, but this shit is a grind, dog. Like you getting one week off. That's the most, excuse me, physical sport in all the sports. Yeah, it's the most important week. This is the year you get to sit out. I like having. I think the Falcons have an early bye week. I li- I, will, I like having a later bye week on my team schedule. I don't like having an early one because then you have a bye week week four and then you got to play fucking. I mean, will it really 10, 11 straight weeks? I mean, it's will not gonna it really matter, matter for, the for the Falcons. It's not gonna matter for the Falcons. Uh, the playoffs about to start tonight. Damn, playoffs start tonight. Uh, NBA playoffs start tonight. The bracket said they're doing the whole play-in tournament shit. Uh, the Lakers are going to have to play the Warriors tomorrow. I think tonight is the fucking Spurs and the Grizzlies. I'm not watching that shit. But I'm going to watch the game tomorrow night. Probably go out tonight, uh, tomorrow. My Heat playing the Bucks first round. They going to lose. They got to play nine. They going to lose. We beat them last year in five games. What you think? Beat them, first round, Giannis. Hawks playing the Knicks, 76ers, they weigh in. Nuggets, Blazers, Clippers. Clippers, Mavericks, that's going to be a good series. Uh, Luka and Kawhi, that's going to be a good series, bro. Everybody else is waiting. First, uh, The first and second season waiting. Uh, the NBA Hall of Fame class, they did a Hall of Fame ceremony over the weekend. Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, uh, they were the headline of the nine members of the 2020 Hall of Fame class. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, she had a speech. Um, Kevin Garnett, they all, of course, it was all about Kobe, man. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I didn't watch Vanessa. I, I hate watching stuff with Vanessa. I can't even. I'm not even gonna play because I can't watch anything with her anymore. Because that shit, that shit, that shit is so sad, bro. I can't watch anything with her anymore, man. Yeah. But yeah. They um Hall of Fame was over the weekend. They announced uh the Hall of Fame class for next year too. Uh, Paul Pierce is gonna get in there next year. Chris Webber, Chris Bosh, and Ben Wallace. Somebody said this was funny. Chris Bosh and D Wade are gonna get in the Hall of Fame while LeBron is still in his prime. <laughs> They're going to enter the Hall of Fame while LeBron is still in the league dominating niggas. That's, that's true. And they all came in the same draft class. They all were drafted. I didn't know that. They were all in the same draft, bro. That nigga LeBron, dog. That nigga might be on roids. <laughs> nah, I don't think he is, bro. I think he's just, just that nigga. He's just a freak of nature, dog. Yeah. Nigga just a freak people of just, people just, Some people just have to let it look that, bro. Hey, man. I guess that's all I got for sports. That's it. Congratulations to all the Hall of Fame class inductees. Congrats, Kobe. Yeah, congrats, Tim. Congrats, Tim Duncan. They all. I wish we would have heard Kobe's KG. Hall of Fame speech. KG. I didn't even. I didn't even watch. The party was Saturday night, so I didn't even get to watch uh, any of the Hall of Fame shit. But well deserved for all those gentlemen. Again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. And uh, that's all we got for sports. So we got some time to talk about this last subject because we only only hour and six. So you say eight out of ten, right, for the album? 8 out of 10. I, I think I saw it 8 out of 10. Okay, look. When you first heard it, you was like, only like like two, three or four songs off of it. Nah, because after the, like the first couple tracks, I like, with the exception of I-95, but I had to listen to that one over again. Ryan said he didn't like that one that much. He's like, 95 sounds not the hardest. Nah, song. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give it another chance. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna agree with you said, you said you compared it to something that we was just, oh, I said, 95 South is harder than Tell Two Cities, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get the nah, fuck out of okay, here. Okay, okay, I might be chill. I might be chill. I might you be chill. fucking... You were tripping when you said that. You was going hard saying that. The fuck? Well, not, 95 South, I like what he... Get the fuck out of here. I like what he raps like that. 
That's what I was fucking waiting for. That freestyle shit he did on LA Leakers, and then when he rapped, that's the J. Cole I be one. And he did a lot of rapping on this fucking album. Now, I was happy about that. So that's all. We'll leave it at that. And then we'll get to the Q&A segment. So again, Q&A segment. For those that don't know, we answer the listeners' questions. Uh, we hit the streets of Atlanta uh, with some of you guys' questions. Uh, this week, when we go out this weekend, we'll, um, we'll do some questions that we had for the past couple weeks. And we'll go out and see what the people think about it. But you have, if you have a question you want to send, send it to socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. Uh, we don't read your name. We just say your gender. I think this week we don't even know what this person's gender is because they only put a first letter for their, yeah, for their first name and they, then their last name. But again, socialjunkiepod at gmail.com. If you have a question that you want to send, everyone that has sent a Q&A question, thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Everyone that's participated in the Q&A segment in the streets of Atlanta and not giving us a hard time because nobody's really giving us a hard time. Nobody has given us. Thank you, guys, man. I mean, we had like two no's maybe. Yeah, but that's not really a hard time. Something yeah, nobody's giving us a hard time. Yeah. Thank you, man, for yeah. everybody that's um that's been participating. Uh, like I said, we'll go back to the streets this weekend. Yeah, we'll go back there and start sweating. Fuck yeah, it's gonna shit. be fucking hot, bro. Yeah. It's summertime, dog. I have to bring an umbrella. Bring an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This... Yeah. This fucking Get my fucking soda. All right. Um. This there's a, there's so much details on this shit. I don't know. We might be all over the place with this. Uh. But this is the question. Uh, I'm not going to read the name of the gender because we don't know what this person is. But they asked, are you guys familiar with the Joe Budden podcast beef situation? I want to know your opinions on that if you do, since you both seem like close friends. We not, though. <laughs> I don't even like this dude. All right. So, Joe Budden podcast. I started listening to that podcast maybe 2018 because I, I was watching Joe Budden, an academic show, that everyday show. But that was a good show. For a good, that shit should have... They fucked that shit up. I like that show. Academics was on that dumb shit, but I like that show. I didn't. I never liked Joe Budden like that. I was more into academics, honestly, dog. Which is weird to say that, but back then I was. I was more into his takes back then, which is weird saying that now. But I, I transitioned over to Joe Budden, and then he that whole situation happened where it was a whole blow up, and then he left, and then he he had a podcast, and I was so mad that he left the show. I was like, I want to hear what he says about the shit on the podcast. So that's what turned me over to his podcast. So I've been listening to the podcast for like three years, and uh, I stopped listening to it consistently, maybe like six months ago. Consistently, I stopped listening to it. But um, I don't have the fucking timeline, everything to happen, but it's the Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Maul. Maul's his close friend. Him and Maul have been friends for a long time. Rory, I think he met maybe some years before they started the podcast, I'm not hundred percent sure. And then there's another guy, Parks, who's Joe's engineer. He was uh Joe's um he used to go on tour with Joe. He'd be on the side and shit. So it's the four of them on the podcast essentially. They talk hip hop and shit. There's been situations behind the scenes and of course we don't know all the details. We're just going off of what they're all saying. We don't know all the fucking details. Um but more recently there was tension between Maul, not Maul, Rory and Joe, where Joe felt like Rory was taking shots at him. And Rory said in their response, which we're going to talk about later, that um, Joe would be bringing up personal shit on air that he, only him and Rory would talk about. So that would what that would be that shit that would upset him to the point where he want to fight this nigga. So it got to the point where Joe felt like the episodes were getting bad because the tension was between him and Rory was so... He felt like the tension was high. But Maul said... It was never to the point where them niggas was going to fight each other. So Joe told Rory to take a couple podcasts off and don't come to the podcast. He texted a nigga that. 
Maul took offense to that because he said, Joe, who the fuck are you to be fucking, um, to be telling this nigga not to come into the podcast? Maul came in, I think he said on the podcast, he didn't start the shit. He came in episode 77. I think that's what he said. So Maul came in 77 episodes later. Rory, I think, came in episode 5. I was mistaken. It was just Joe and Melissa. Rory came in episode 5. He said this. Maul was upset at Joe because he said that shit to Rory. They didn't have episodes. Joe fucking got they other two homeboys. I think their name is Ish and I don't know the niggas' names, but two other niggas. Ish, Ice and Ish. What kind of names is that? I'm pretty sure that's not their real names. Ice Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he had them two niggas on the show for a couple weeks. Maul didn't want to come back because he said he wasn't doing the shit without Rory. In a nutshell, they came back. They fucking said, and it was really awkward because I watched that episode, and because and I had, I didn't watch, I hadn't watched their episodes in a long time, in a long time, and I watched that one because I was like, damn, these niggas breaking up, this some bullshit. Then they came back. Apparently, in the midst of all the shit happening between Rory and Joe, Ma- Joe told Maul in an argument that the podcast was none of his business, and that was Joe's biggest, that was Maul's biggest gripe with Joe, that nigga, I helped build this shit. He said, I don't give a fuck that I came in episode 77, because I think they like 480-something episodes in now. Yeah. So that's like 400-plus episodes, which is a lot. Because we only on 88, and we do this shit every week. So thinking about that many episodes, 400-something, that's a lot of fucking episodes. Joe also said that he doesn't feel like he has to show respect to his friends. And Maul's biggest thing was, if you feel like that, okay, then that's just you. And you could tell Maul was just done because Joe said the podcast none of your business. They went back and forth with a whole bunch of other shit. These niggas left again. <laughs> they left again. And apparently, I'm going to read all this shit. I'm not going to read everything. <sighs> they left again. Joe fired Rory on the air on the fucking podcast. He said, you're no longer welcome back. Rory's birthday was around that time too. It said Joe didn't tell Rory happy birthday. Joe says he loves and respects Maul because respect is a part of how he classifies friendship. Joe says he protected Maul throughout their entire friendship and Maul lived with him. Joe says Maul never broke bread with him. And like I said, these niggas known each other for a long time. Joe says Maul has a pattern on focusing on himself. Joe basically says fuck Rory and Rory doesn't really know him. Joe says Maul and Rory have never said what their problem is. And that they only say that they want to see accounting. And I'm going to get into that later because that's the biggest gripe with everything that's going on. Joe says Rory wanted to uh, own part of the podcast during the Spotify negotiations. Because they had a Spotify deal where the podcast was just exclusively to Spotify and they would put it on YouTube. Or get paid from the YouTube page. Joe said no to both but told Rory and Maul to build their own YouTube pages. To me that's fair. Joe's YouTube page was active with his music. Then they started putting the podcast on Joe's YouTube page. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's fair. Uh, What else? Joe says Rory and Maul made him lock into projections of the pod for them uh, to keep showing. I'll get into all this shit later. I'm not going to read all this other shit. Uh, Joe says Rory and Maul were paid in the top 1% to 5% and shouldn't be looking for YouTube dollars. Uh, It was a whole bunch of shit Joe said on the episode. But then he was like, he called Rory measly. Uh, he said he called Rory a lot of fucked up names on the end of the episode. Uh, Joe says he'll sue Rory and Maul if they start a podcast in the next year, but they can make one after their contract with Joe runs out without the help of Joe. 
Joe says YouTube money doesn't pay anything. That's if he said that. I don't remember him saying that, but if he's saying that, that's a lie. YouTube does pay, fucking pay money. Well, they've made it, they've made it harder. Yeah, but niggas make money off YouTube. Niggas yeah, be making some crap off YouTube. Yeah. Rory and Maul, they did their own response. I'll play some of it here. Both of them. It was just both of them together. Both of them. Yeah. Had a talk before the. Both, both of them. We had a talk before the pandemic hit. This is Maul about accounting again, and this was right after Cole passed away. And we were outside the studio. And he was the first. Because now I'm seeing this narrative that we're auditing him. Oh, yeah. He was the first one that even brought auditing to the table. And let me say this before I play the rest of this. Because academics were talking shit about them saying that they work for Joe. Maul and Rory said their contract with Joe is percentage-based. So every all the money that comes in for the podcast... They both get a percentage of that cut. So they yeah. have to know. Exactly. Right. So the accounting numbers that they're going to talk about is the number of all the money that the podcast is bringing in. How else are you going to know what your percentage is if you don't see all the money that's coming in for the podcast? They're saying, Joe, every time they brought up to, for him to show the accounting, he wouldn't want to show the numbers. So I'll play the rest. He said, y'all got accounting. We said, yeah, but that was wrong. It was a mistake on that. Like, And there was a $400,000 mistake on the accounting. I'll, I'll where's the new one? And he was like, oh, y'all trying to pay me away, da, da, da. And I'm like, no, we just want the correct accounting. Oh, but they audit me then. Right. And I'm like, audit you? I'm like, bro, fam, that's nasty. I'm not taking my niggas to court. Like, what the I forgot to say that too. One time when they finally did get the accounting, apparently the accounting company made a $400,000 mistake. $400,000. So then when they finally asked Joe again, he Maul just said they asked Joe and he was like, Y'all got it. He said, No, that was wrong. We want the right numbers. And this nigga said, Audit me then. Like that's just net but but again, looking back, everything makes sense now. Like everything is starting to come together and, 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 and paint a picture. Because it's like, yo, why do you always get so hostile and so argumentative when we're trying to just get the business side right and focused and taken care of? Which isn't even a, a large part of the business, honestly. It's not. There's so much more. But to it's it. like, fam, you got to remember, again, we're profit partners. We're a percentage-based, we have a percentage-based contract, an agreement, where we get a percentage off of everything that's coming in for the pot. So we have to see the money that's coming in. How else will we know what the fuck we get? And then he had the nerve to say, the last, one of the last conversations we had, he tells me, oh, you got a calculator, right? Uh, yeah. And this is this is this for me. This is when this is when for me, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to pull away from this in a minute because I don't even know who this nigga is anymore, and I don't know who this nigga think he talking to. <laughs> so this is the other one. issue. But for me, it was like you know, you you just talking to certain people, and everybody telling you like, oh, listen, I did business. This is the most important part I want to play based on the question that the person asked us. Oh damn, I lost it. Like, you know, you, you, you're just talking to certain people and everybody telling you, like, yo, listen, I did business with him. Watch that nigga, man. I'm like, I'm like, Joe ain't gonna do that to me. That's my nigga. He ain't doing that with me. It honestly, never, never even crossed my never mind. Never crossed period. my mind. But now when this becoming argumentative and niggas are saying this and saying that, every time accounting comes up, I'm like, I'm like, fam, why is it only an issue when accounting comes up? 
The same way he said, why is it only a problem when money get brought in? And again, my thing is, it's not about the money. It just, no, it just became not. a point where the respect level just started to disappear. And you start talking to me like I work for you. My thing about all it's just so crazy to see that these niggas is fucking beefing over this shit when these niggas have known each other for so fucking long, dog. That that shit is that shit is really wild to me, bro. And just as long as I was listening to that podcast, well, that's like three years I was listening to that shit. It's just so crazy that it's gotten to this point now. And I'll say in that response video, they did take a lot of onus to a lot of shit that they let fly under the rug. Rory and Maul, they was like, yeah, we did let a lot of shit go under the rug. Like there was a lot of shit that we should have asked more questions about. But the whole thing is the accounting, which you agree with. Well, you got to see how much fucking money y'all niggas is making to know your percentage. The whole thing, I think that they probably thinking is thinking that they boy could not do that kind of shit. Yeah. That's and ignoring the other, like his past of what he's been doing and all that kind of shit. Even when you think about everyday struggle. Right. Yeah, that's true. Even when you think about everyday struggle. Somebody gave a quick summary of Rory and Maul's response. It says, Maul and Rory's compensation is tied to percentage of profits from the podcast, not a salary, not hourly. For all money coming into the podcast, Rory and Maul own a percentage. Let's call it 5% each. They didn't give an exact number. They've been wanting to see the profit revenues and, exp- and what the expenses are to make sure their percentages are correct. Sounds like Joe has not been giving them these numbers for years since around 2019 because Rory did say that. So it's been about two years since Joe has given them accounting numbers. Probably their most exponential growth. What he's talking about their deal with Spotify and now their new shit here. And he's been giving them the equivalent of the digital version of me writing some numbers on a piece of paper and saying these are the numbers versus giving the actual accounting numbers which can easily be given, by the way, using a software called QuickBooks. Because they did say that he is given a piece of paper on his spreadsheet. They did say that. Yeah. Uh, after not getting the numbers for years, they finally get the numbers, and Rory's lawyer slash accounting teams find a 400000 mistake in the books. It's unclear whether that's 400000 of profits or expenses. Either way, that $400,000 discrepancy affects the bottom line, which Rory and Mar are, are entitled to. After Joe's team, including his manager, acknowledged the $400,000 error, they agreed to give them the numbers, then never showed the numbers to Maul and Rory again. Joe told Joe told sorry Joe told Maul told say that five, Joe told Maul Joe told Maul Joe damn that's easy never mind. He told him to use a calculator and said if he wants to see the numbers to audit him. Uh, what else did somebody say? Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty much it in a nutshell, bro. Maul also replies to the suggestion that he lived off of Joe from Joe's comments on the last pod, where Joe said Maul lived with me. He claims that Maul may have even had more money uh, than Joe. Ha- oh, yeah. Maul was like, nigga, don't act like I was just a nigga on the fucking streets, nigga. I probably had more money than you at the time in my fucking pocket, nigga. He's like, don't act like I'm just some stranger. That you Maul was fucking upset. And if you watch this podcast, Maul never gets mad. He hardly ever gets fucking mad. And this may be the only time we talk about his podcast because we don't ever talk about other podcasts. But it's just fucking... Somebody sent a question, so that's why we're talking about it. And, uh... He says, Ma always says he hustled. He said he even hooked up Joe for a lot of performances and shows versus to help Joe get some money when they were together. Which, which when you think about it, is believable. We're talking about Ma Rockefeller. We're talking about that. Yeah, Ma is, for those that don't know, Ma is the brother of Biggs who helped create Rockefeller with Jay-Z and Dame Dash. That's Ma's brother. I don't know if they're like brothers' brothers or half-brothers, but that's his brother. Uh, Maul and Rory, uh, the podcast, the, the podcast, the podcast right now, Joe, uh, the Joe Bunny podcast is sponsored by Patreon. So they get, uh, I don't know how Patreon works all the way. I think it's like 
they people give donate, donations and donate shit. to amount, yeah, whatever amount they. Maul and Rory found out about the Patreon deal on air, so Joe didn't even tell them before he made the deal. Rory was also saying there's a lot of shit. Um, there's a lot of times he would be talking about certain deals for the podcast, and he'll tell Joe, and then Joe be like, "What the fuck you doing talking to these niggas about this shit? The podcast? What the fuck are you doing?" And then later, Joe would do the exact same deal that Rory was trying to tell him about. So it sounds like Joe just wants control of everything. Charlemagne told these niggas a long time ago, do not change the name to the Joe Budden Podcast, and they did the shit anyway. I agree with the YouTube shit. Joe, Joe has seen Rory and Maul's response. He acknowledged it was a $400,000 mistake. He said, quote in his response, you don't have to call your brother a thief. Rory and, and Maul multiple times said, in their response, we do not think Joe was stealing from us. They said that out their mouths. So I don't know what the fuck Joe was talking about. All in all, the Joe, most important thing. Well, Joe, Joe just looked too suspicious, bro. Not wanting to show. There's no issue with the accounting and all that kind of stuff. And you get hostile every time they they say something because yeah, at the end of the day, you're in business together. Right. You're doing this stuff for profit. There should be no issue as long as everything's legitimate for you to show what's on the books. There, because that's how they get paid. All right. If there was no shiesty shit going on, but clearly, and we could talk about this, like you can really sit here and con- consider this. Clearly, there's some shit that's that, going that'll on. be the last six to eight minutes that we talk about. So, what was the question? Get our opinions on the on the thing. Um, the thing about this whole thing is, I feel like Maul feels like he's known Joe for so long, and then he even said it in response. He was like, "Niggas told him, watch that nigga, man. I've done business with that nigga, and Joe has a history of burning bridges, slaughterhouse." Uh, I think Hot 97, fucking, um, what else? Everyday Struggle. I don't know if it was all his fault or Complex's fault. Uh, this shit now with two of his closest friends. And Maul said, what he said? Nah, that's my nigga. He ain't gonna do that to me. I think when you come to starting stuff with your friends, me and this nigga right here, y'all, we lived together in two different apartments through 2016 and to 2018. Yeah, because we moved out the other one in 2018. When it came to bills, because it was just me and him in the first apartment. In 2016, 2017, just me and him. We never had not one single situation happen where we was arguing about Bill. Not one. Not even second apartment. Not the second apartment. The second apartment, it was somebody else that came along with us. And you know who you are. And I'm not talking shit when I say this. But I remember a day we went to look at the apartments. And I had a feeling like... And I'm only saying this to just paint a whole picture of what you... Like of how you should look at certain friends too. I said to Brandon and him in front of him, the other guy, I was like, no, I don't think this is a good idea because this nigga don't care about nothing because he's just different. And he came to the party on Saturday too. Shut up. And I love that nigga. That's my nigga. That's my guy. I've known him for years. We know we worked at KFC with him fucking 2010. That's my guy. But he just has, he's just so different to the point where I know he lives a different way to where it wouldn't work. And I oversaw it. So, and yeah. There was a couple times that we had problems with this guy. Yeah, and, and that, it's, it's just real. It's a couple, and me and Brandon never had problems with the first apartment. But we never. But even with Jonathan, damn, I said his name. His name <laughs> even with Jonathan, that's my nigga. I, I love you, bro. That's my nigga because I know he'd be watching this shit. There was never a problem with bills with Jonathan. Right. There was never a problem with bills. But you got to take in personality, content. personality differences. Me and this guy, we never had a problem. He's the only guy I could say I could start this podcast with because I know he's going to be consistent. Yeah. I know Ryan, because Ryan has said to me a couple of times he wanted to be a part of the podcast too, but 
I feel like Ryan would have he would never be as consistent as Brandon is. Yeah. And that's just fact. You have to kind of look you have to be truthful with yourself. Yeah. And Ma has known that Joe has burnt bridges in the past. He has known that. Yeah. He's known that. So I'm not gonna say it's all his fault. And he said that uh when Joe brought him on, it was just to just to kick it on whatever episode it was. It wasn't no permanent shit at the beginning. And they were looking to find another girl because they started the podcast with a girl. But then they were like, Ma was cool, so let's just bring him on. So that's how they brought it on. So you can't do business with everybody, dog. And there's certain situations that are going on with certain people that I've been hearing about recently. You can't do business with everybody. The thing, like with your friends, like you have to really have a certain trust. Like you have, if you've done business with your friend and money's been exchanged and you've never had a problem with this nigga, more times than not, you can start some shit. Like this nigga, there was no fucking, yeah. there was no question. I know I could do a podcast with this nigga because he's going to sit down, he's going to do the shit. And granted, you know, it's been like that. Still to this day, we don't have any money, money troubles, you know? Yeah, we don't. Never. And I don't, I don't ever foresee it being like that, but. There should be a red flag to where Maul was getting if he's burning bridges with other people. They all can't be lying to some degree. They all can't. And right. it just goes back to what he's saying that, and this reiterates the question. They, they specify that we're close. We are close. But at the end of the day, you got to be realistic when you differentiate business opportunity with friends. Because you can't tell every single thing about business to everybody. Because not everybody's going to be on a board. Not everybody's going to share your ambition to do certain things. So you got to be very selective per se on who you disclose certain things to and who you going about business because everybody's not the same that's not to say that you can't be cool with them you can be cool cool we cool we got cool friends we got we got people that'll be there for you you know and, and do all that kind of shit you know and be friends right. but <clears throat> when it comes to business it's different money's involved and no matter at any type of level because you never know where, where things will be when you, th- when you think when you th- when you think about money Potentially, when we do this, we think about the bottom line, what it could be and what it will be. So we consider that the people that we're doing business with here now is going to be with us to that level on top. So if they're willing to fuck up some shit here down here, what makes you think they're going to be this? They're going to be different up there. So and I think it it niggas that you know, because I've known Ryan for what? 15 years, you for what, 13, Jonathan about 12, 13, Anthony, I couldn't, I probably couldn't do business with Anthony either, I probably, and that's just me being real, that's just me being real dog, nigga, the point of what I'm saying is, niggas that you've known for years, be real with yourself, because you fucking know deep down niggas you could do business with, and it ain't just some, you can't just think of it like this, I know this nigga for 15 years, we could do that shit, can't do that, it can't just be that simple, it's got to be, I've known this nigga for 15 years, I've exchanged bread with this nigga to where he paid me back on time, where I owed him, I, he owed me some money, he paid me back on time, I gave him money, we both broke, uh, broke bread together, you have to f- go all the way down the list of their tendencies, their habits, the way they treat people, not even just you, their family, their other friends, the way they talk about people, you have to take all that type of shit into consideration. It ain't just some oh, I've known this nigga for 15 years. We can do business together. And it's, that's and not it's how even, it works. And it even goes further than those parameters. You got to see the people that they hang out with. Exactly. That's it, go, it goes into... And this is all going into this because they should have foreseen this coming knowing Joe's qualities. Right. Just like we would have to foresee other, you know, the people that we deal with as far as business by knowing their qualities and the people already hanging around with it. So that's just... It's just kind of really did that that cut and dry you know you just can't 
can't do business with everybody. Can't do everybody that. won't have that that vision, that ambition, or certain things to go to where you want to be, where you want to be, as far as that goes. Right. And once money starts coming involved, once money comes involved, people shit starts to like it starts to look real different. I think Maul. It's so hard to say because he said that they he brought him in just to kick it and shit. Yeah. And if you if your boy Tony come on the podcast and then you just he just like bro you should stay on. Nine times out of ten you're gonna be like yeah I'll do it you know this nigga's cool. So because the thing is when the money started coming to play and the Spotify deal should happen you think Ma was gonna leave he wasn't gonna do that because now he can make some money off of just kicking and talking to his boy so it's kind of hard to just say that. Ma knew that this nigga Joe burned bridges and he should have left a long time ago because he brought him on on some just kicking shit. He probably didn't know. That turned permanent. Yeah. And then it got so big to the point where money started being involved and certain deals started getting put on the table. And what nigga is going to turn down getting paid off of a podcast? And we're talking a lot about Ma, but Roy, Roy, too. Roy, he's just seemed very like, he's very like, it seemed like soft spoken. You don't like to speak up sometimes, man. They didn't, they didn't, I, and I'm going to say they didn't talk down on Joe. They 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 took and Joe said a lot of the shit he responded on that shit when he was like don't steal from your brother which was a lie um what what they said he he said that he thought they were calling him a thief they didn't say that he did say they were telling the truth a lot of the shit that they were saying out his mouth and he said they were that my brothers have been asking for accounting he did say that so that shit is true they did not talk down on this nigga in their response it's like an hour and ten minutes long it's on YouTube as opposed to him where he did yeah so. It's just fucked up that it got to this point to me because I've been listening to this shit for a while. Yeah. And I actually saw their live podcast down. Me and Ryan went and saw that shit. So I, I seen the fucking podcast in fucking person. So it's just fucked up that it's got to this point. But that's business sometimes, bro. You just got to really watch who you, you do shit you. with. It can't just be, oh, this nigga's cool. This nigga want to do nothing. It can't, oh, I know this nigga for 15 years. You got to really be, and like I said earlier, if you be honest with yourself, you fucking know. You know which of your friends you can do business with. You fucking know. And as far as this question plays out, because they did specify, you know, they see that we're close. As far as how our relationship goes, I don't foresee it happening and changing. Because what we do and what I we think about it. business, we just, we, we keep it between us. We do stuff and we always tell each other about what we're doing, no matter how little it, it may be. If I got to order something, okay. If I gotta order cards or something like that, or he gotta do something, this is how much it costs, this is how much it is. If I gotta pay for something, if he gotta pay for something, this is how much it costs, this is what it is. We always know as far as where this goes. We and it's, it is it. not. We gonna split it or it's gonna be all right, get it this time, just get that other shit that you got. Yeah, you pay for that. It ain't never been no issues, bro. You owe me $100, bro. You ain't pay me. Fuck, it's been too much. It has. N- and I know this nigga since 2007. Yeah. And we lived together in two different fucking apartments. None of that shit's ever been an issue. It really, it, it comes down to how strong you, you, you willing to, to do the shit. So how, how strong the relationship be. If he, if he addressed all that stuff with, with, uh, and he took a look at Joe's really, you know, his qualities, then you, you'd know. And just, just like it goes into play, like, I don't foresee it. Just like the question I was asking. I don't foresee it affecting us, to be real with you. Yeah, yeah we can sit here and say people money changes people. I don't think that it's I don't I know it won't get to that level. They, because they, they just, said that. just because of what we do as of right now. Maul said that he was like, money changes niggas, and Rory's response was no, it just makes you more of what you already are. And that's a really good that's, that's, what, what, you said. Fucking that's, that's what he said. It makes you more of what you already are. 
He's like, it don't change people. It makes you more what you already are. Because all, all you can you could say, you could argue the point from, from Joe's perspective that, but it always seems that just Joe, Joe lacks that aspect of respect. Yeah. Common respect to, toward these two. Especially to Rory. Yeah, he talks to Rory a lot. Like, Rory just some piss boy. And Rory spoke about that. He's like, this nigga was calling me words. And he was like, when Maul left, Maul was done. When that shit happened, when he told Rory not to come back, he said Maul was done. And Rory was the one. Rory was like, I was the one trying to bring the shit back. And Maul was like, yeah, that's true. And something, I think it might have been the Patreon shit. Where they're getting a percentage of it. Yeah. And some one of them said that a lot of the niggas behind the scenes, I think there's one nigga he does the timestamps and then another nigga's recording shit and then Parks is doing all the engineering. They said that them niggas was saying that they were underpaid and overworked. So Rory said it might not have been the Patreon, it was some other shit. Rory said, I'm good with my money right now to Joe's manager. Take the money I'm making for that and give it to them. And uh, Ma was like, I did the same thing. Parks, Parks. He said Parks' name like five times. So Parks, and I think Maul might have said that to let Joe know that Parks is behind the scenes complaining. I think that's why he said that. Because Parks is, Parks, man, he agrees with Joe with a lot of shit. And I don't know. A lot of people say he be dick riding Joe. It's just, I, I don't know, man. I, I agree with that. Not that he's dick riding, but he does agree with a lot of shit that Joe's saying. I just kind of felt that it was weird when Rory and Maul were last on there. He, he didn't up. say a lot of shit. But he said a lot of shit uh, when they were gone on episodes to Joe. Like they were going when when Joe fired that nigga, Parks had a lot to say. So and, I felt like that was kind of fake to me. In a sense, going from a neutral perspective to yeah. like one sided. Yeah. When you think about it. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's fucked up that the shit's like that, man. It's really fucked up. But like I said, all in all, be careful, be smart, be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself. That's the most important thing because you fucking know. Niggas you could do business with. It's just sad that the shit had to get in this way. Yeah, don't, I feel like don't give the benefit of doubt, man. You just gotta whoever that shit that Rory said, that shit is true. Yeah. It'll sure. just only exemplify who they are really are. Money. Something Joe has a history of that shit. I think he's gonna regret that. Joe's gonna regret losing these two niggas. Yeah. And then Ma was like he brought them other two niggas on to try to prove that he could do the shit without them. That's how he feels that he brought them. And the, all the niggas are cool. He was like, no disrespect to Ice and whatever the other nigga's name is, but I feel like he brought y'all on just to try to prove that he can do the shit without us. So Granted. it looks like Maul just posted some shit and it was, it was like a fucking logo with him and Rory. So it looks like they may be trying to start their own shit. I'll definitely listen to it. I feel like they have a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, that shit is on YouTube. Their response. Uh, I don't think Joe and them. I think they record right now actually. So that Joe might respond tomorrow. Joe and Parson that might respond tomorrow. We probably won't keep talking about this shit because I'm not going to talk about another podcast. We never really talked about this podcast like this. Somebody asked a question. But yeah, man, just be careful, man. Be smart. Be honest with yourself, bro. Yep. Uh, socialjunkiepod at gmail.com if you have any questions. Again, thank send you guys. Thank you, everyone. That send the questions, man. We are hitting the streets. Pod. Yeah, this, this weekend. weekend. Be back. So send y'all questions. What's the weather? What's the weather this weekend? Hot as fuck. Sunny. Today. No, I saw, the, I saw the heat, but uh, the temperature. Yeah, sunny. Sunny all week. So we good. No rain. Be back in the streets this weekend. Socialjunkiepod at gmail.com, man. Uh, I played this little nudie shit. This young nudie shit. What song was that? that first I like this one. I like that one. No, no. What was the other one? Can't with 21? Remember. I think it was with 21. Was it that one? No, it was Dr. Oh, Evil. Dr. Evil. It was Dr. Evil. I like that one. Social Junkie Podcast, man. If you made it this far into the episode, we fuck with you. Thank you. We appreciate it for hitting that play button. 
and chilling with us, man. Make sure you like and subscribe again every Thursday on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, please. If you listen to the audio and you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, type in Social Junkie Podcast on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Please do that for us, man. We appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Please, please, please. Wednesday, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud every single Wednesday. Episode 89 will be next week. Again, if you made this farm episode, thank you, man. Shout out Kansas, Atlanta, Columbus, Ohio, Florida, New York, Seattle, Dublin, Ireland, Brussels, Belgium, Netherlands, Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, India, Denmark, Indonesia, New Zealand, Lithuania, Canada, Australia. We got proof. <laughs> it's listed. It's all the RSS. They listed. It's, it's only a matter of time before we get to that level where we want to be. So It ain't going to be no Joe Budden podcast, beef. That's why we trying to stick to just me and this nigga on this shit because we know we bring somebody else in. It might be some fucking issues. We came from Rip. Yeah. Me and this nigga, man. It's my nigga. Episode 89 next week. So it's not your podcast. We appreciate you guys. We back. Wait, did he say he get a nigga wet? Wet. 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 Wet.